Hello everyone, and welcome to our review episode of The Wayward Dragons, where we talk about stuff we've read, stuff we've watched, if we've played any new games, and all that fun, dumb stuff as kind of a little break for our from our other episodes, where yes. we typically talk about more serious things. Um, I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. And welcome. Welcome to this review episode. How was how was your uh, Sawin? How was how was your little Sawin? It was there? it was nice. It was it was pretty chill. Uh, nothing too crazy. How about yourself? It was good. It was good. I make a I made a pumpkin streusel loaf. So that is gone now. <laughs> not not even a week later. So yeah. So yeah, got some stuff done around the house. My husband worked, so it was a good moment for me to kind of have a moment to myself. Does it feel weird day. saying husband yet? No. no. Or does it feel unweird, rather? It feels weird that it's official, because I was calling him my husband way before we got married, just to get used to saying that. Um, and I think he's been calling me his wife for at least two years. So, um... That's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yeah yeah we got our pictures back on on Sawin, which i thought was really funny um yeah. those turned out absolutely incredible um and it's funny there are so many pictures of me and you and him just because of the hand fasting that we did and it's just it's so fun there's almost like a play-by-play -play. like she almost takes like a Play by play. You know, I know she was complaining about the lighting and stuff, but a lot of those actually turned out really, really good. Those, like I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there's like three times as many that turned out like shit that she didn't send you. <laughs> oh, I know. But... Like I have almost, I have a lot of pictures. I have a lot of pictures, um, and they they all turned out fabulous. There are so many good ones to pick from. Not even all of them made it on Facebook. Like, there were so many to pick from. Yeah. So, yeah, there are so many good ones of, like, you and him from where you guys were standing up there and then the three of us while we're doing the hand fasting and stuff. Yeah. It, Yeah. There are so many. And I, I wish I could post them all on Facebook, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, she sent me almost 800 pictures. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was oh. like like the reception alone is three hundred pictures. Whoa! <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of photos to pick from, and they were absolutely fabulous. And I, I was, yeah, we stayed up to almost midnight looking at pictures when they came in on, on Sawin, and it was I thought that was very appropriate for that day for them to yeah. come in. I thought that was well, have you been reading anything? You're just looking at photos. I okay, okay. So I think I was telling you about the app Fable last time we did this, where it's like uh -huh. you can have like virtual book clubs, right? And it's like Goodreads. You can import your Goodreads and stuff. So I am. I've there's a. I don't know if she has a Fable, but she's got an Instagram, and she's it's called the morbidly 
or morbid. Hold on. Let me find it. It's like morbid. The morbid, morbidly curious book club. So for November, the book for November is the black angels and it, I'm almost done with it. I've been listening to it as an audiobook. I think I only have like a couple hours left, but yeah, I've got two and a half hours left. I'll finish that tomorrow. Um, so it follows these black nurses during the 20s, 30s, and 40s in a tuberculosis hospital in New York called Saraview. Um, and it follows a group of black nurses that were very pivotal in the research and the discovery of our tuberculosis vaccine. Um, okay. So it, it kind of follows their lives during that time of kind of before the civil rights movements kind of start to where stuff's kind of desegregated in, but not quite. So the book is full of a lot of racial tension, but it, it's one of those books where it, it needs to be there for the, the demo, like the line, the storyline of the book. You need to understand what these nurses were going through right during this time. Um, it's, it, I, think it's very in informative. I think those books are very interesting um, just to kind of figure out why people are the way that they are. I, I'm not, I just think how people think are very interesting. Um, but I'm almost done with that for that book club. I'm an overachiever, so I feel the need to get the book read as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Let's be real. Like, like like, yeah. So, and then, like, the Tanger, or, what the hell, I forget what book club, but, like, the other one is um, Murder in the Family, and I'm waiting for the library for that one. That one's going to be a minute. I'm, like, a hundred on that wait list, so, yeah. Um, Warnock's book club, they're reading Nettle and Bone, and that's really tiny. I have that from the book from the library that's real tiny um but it's kind of like a fairy fae tale i think you might like this one i don't know i've only like a couple of nettle and bone by t kingfisher um because his book club's like sci-fi so i i haven't started that one yeah, I'm almost done with that Black Angels one. But that it's it's really insightful. I think people should read those books in different points of their life that gives you kind of a different perspective on how history was made kind of thing. Because um, the point where I'm at is when um, Japan surrenders in the point of the timeline. So you kind of go through World War Two and the or World War One and then the Depression and then World War Two, and part of the thing that I didn't know was they would send POWs stateside to receive care, and part of the book is 
a black nurse has to take care of a Nazi war POW. Oh yeah, the U.S. loved the so, Nazis. Like, like hearing like, let's her be real here. Yeah, so hearing that interaction, that is, I think that's a very, it's a very interesting reaction, to interaction to me. So, because he just like straight up like hacks a loogie at her face and yeah, kind of like whatever. Like that's something that's actually not talked about a lot is the fact yeah. that like America had a Nazi political party. Yeah, uh, they were up until certain things started happening and there was a shift in the war, the Nazis in the U.S. were, I mean, they weren't enemies. I mean, hell, yeah. uh, uh, let's just say super big racist Henry Ford uh, mm -hmm. was a huge fan of Hitler. Yeah, yeah. So you you hear, like, that's part of the book is the the public finding out that there are German Nazi uh POWs stateside and their tax dollars are keeping them alive. <laughs> so like, that's so, like a, yeah, I thought that was so kind of interesting for all of our listeners here. I want you guys to go look up something. Operation paperclip. Operation paperclip. I'm not sure. I remember that. <laughs> it is very much proof of why you should not trust the government. And it's not a conspiracy thing. It is something that actually happened. It has been declassified and confirmed yeah. by the U.S. government that this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm almost done with that one. I like reading those inner perspective books of how things happen through history. It kind of makes you stop and think about what we're told type thing. Um, and I well, also... Yeah, because you know, history is written by the victor and the yes. only information that we get is what they want us to get. Yeah. Well, and I also think it's very informative to know how our history was made, especially when it's done by people of color. And I like, I like reading those books just because I like the insight because those things don't happen to me, but they've happened to other people. And I think that's incredible. And it's very insightful for me as a white female to kind of read stuff that happens to other people. Yeah. I just, in my little brain, that's, I like hearing about what other people have gone through to get to where we've gotten now. Um, the hospital actually that the book is written is no longer in use. Um, so I think the rest of the book is how they find the cure and how the hospital eventually gets shut down, I think. Um, and then, <laughs> so when I find an author, I go like to the nine foot end of the pool and start reading everything by them. Cause that's how my little brain likes to be. Um, so I read Confessions on the 745 by Lisa Unger. Because I read Ink and Bone by her last week, last episode. So, I'm guessing you know, like, what Strangers on a Train is? Yes, that's a very popular trope. trope. Okay. So, this book is like Strangers on a Train <laughs> meets Misogyny. 
and they have a baby. <laughs> well, that like, dumb and unpleasant. <laughs> like, so it's written from multiple viewpoints, and there's two different timelines, and you are not told that there are two different timelines. You have to figure that out, which is fine. I, in certain aspects, I love that in books, but I also hate that and stuff. So, like, yeah. That re- that kind of messed with me a lot. Um, spoiler alert for anyone who's not <laughs> seen Westworld. Yeah. But that's exact. Uh, skip ahead like, I don't know, like three minutes. But that's exactly <laughs> what Westworld is. Yeah. It's just yeah. a big, like, you know, they show you this all this like it's happening at the same time, but it's not. Yeah. So, this woman finds out through her nanny cam that her husband is having an affair with the nanny. And she meets this woman on the on the 745 train in New York. And she the lady she meets spills her guts, admitting that she's the other woman in another scenario. She's um, the mistress of she's fucking her boss's husband because her uh, boss is the CEO and she's fucking is her husband. And she talks, she admits this to the woman that with the nanny issue and they go their separate ways. Um, well, then the nanny goes missing. Um, and it's told from th- like three different, four, mm, it's like three different viewpoints, kind of. There's a couple people that kind of like blurp in for a couple seconds. Um, but the main undercurrent is that husbands are horrible. They cheat on their wives. They beat their wives. And it's just so misogynistic. It was bad. Like, like eventually what happens? All right, fine. That's normal. It's, it's a, um, it's a domestic domestic thriller is what it's called because it's kind of like domestic violence type thing it's like they tried to do a good for her story and strangers on a train like these guys are assholes so yeah we're gonna kill them um they're just horrible people all men are horrible people type thing see i i I, I get i get that perspective when you've been through trauma but here's the thing is that not all men are horrible people. Not all people of any group are, you know, horrible or yeah. monsters. And that's not to take away from anyone's experience. Yeah. You know, everyone's experience is valid. Your feelings are valid. But the thing is, is that not everyone is the individual that made you feel that way. And yes. not everyone right. in a particular group is like that. Yeah. You have to take it and rise above that you have to realize that i mean it's good to address your traumas but you can't it's bad to constantly say i'm a victim and being the victim mentality and just include everyone in on as your aggressor when everyone is not your aggressor yeah so that, that was the only thing i didn't like about it was the kind of it was almost like men shaming 
in a way. That's kind of how I thought about it. But also, there was kind of like the we as women kind of do this to ourselves because we let this happen type thing that was kind of undercurrent too that I didn't really like. So it's simultaneously saying victim shaming and saying all men are monsters. Yes. That's, yeah. That's really stupid. Yeah. The the story, the story was good of like there's con artists and I mean there's murder. Um but you know, just it's interesting. I'm going to keep reading her other stuff. But I also <laughs> I've noticed like the last series takes place in the Hollows, New York, and this one ends with her moving to Hollows, New York. So I, I'm kind of wondering if all her other novels kind of tie in to each other, kind of? Probably. Maybe. Because she only has a series called The Hollows, and it takes place in The Hollows. But these aren't associated, that book wasn't associated with that series. This is a standalone. So uh -huh. I'm curious to see if these are like, it's kind of like one of that, like a Tim Burton thing where they're all quietly connected type thing or that like people the like Pixar to do. Or theory. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see if that's kind of how it is. I don't know. And then I'm almost done with my paranormal romance. So I've been reading that at work. <laughs> Pirate is killing women in Savannah. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, so that's the one. That's the next one. Because I, I really want to read The Murder in the Family. I think is what it's called. Because the other um, book club I'm a part of is Coffee Shops Thriller. Coffee Shop Thrillers. Um, and it's the the book that they chose was Murder in the Family. And I've I've seen this where people like this book because... In normal, like, murder mysteries, you're just kind of like, oh, there's a piece of paper, and this is what the piece of paper says. Well, in the book, in this one, it's like, you get to actually see the transcript of whatever, like, whatever evidence is presented, that's what's there. So, that's kind of cool. So I'm really interested to read that one. That's what I got. So what do you got? <laughs> what have you been doing? Uh, I've been trying not to know... be on my phone and watch TV too much, so I've been trying to read more, so. You know, uh, so... I did a couple books. Most of them aren't really worth talking about, uh, I'd say. <laughs> uh, the big ones I'd like to note is actually the big one I'd like to note and talk about here uh, because I actually have something that I would love, love, love to talk about. Uh, so, Brave New World is the book. It's considered a classic. I actually read the, I think it's like the 75th anniversary or something like that. Jesus. Version okay. of it. Uh, oh, let me look because I want to make sure I'm Brave New World. Uh, yeah, so it was originally released in 1973, or written in 1973, really, or thir originally written 
1931 and published in 1932. Uh, so, of course, the language does not hold up. Yeah. Um, you know, certain descriptors of certain ethnic groups and uh, stuff like that does not hold up. This book itself is in some places it's compared to uh, 1984. I was like, that's kind of what it sounds like. I'm but reading it on Goodreads. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's compared to 1984, but it's very different in my like so so parts of it heavily is heavily influenced by the eugenics culture. Yeah. But I don't think this was done as a warning per se. It might have been, but uh, it's, I have such mixed feelings about the book. Like it was a decent book. It's just the language was very much of its time and it really bothers me. But it was like the warnings of, you know, relying too much on technology and relying too much yeah. on, uh, you know, the screens in front of our faces and genetically modifying things and how we need to stop, you know, living so much in that and go back to yeah. more of a natural state because we're losing the beauty of life in a lot of ways, which I think is important. And it's very ironic that a lot of people in our generation are going back to our great-grandparents' way of life. We're less, trying to, yeah. Yeah. Less phones, less technology. Yes, it's helpful. Yes, it's nice, but like we well, need to kind of... Technology has its place. Like, of it. course, you know, yeah. we're recording a podcast here. <laughs> out there but at the yeah. same time you know there's much more to do you know we our yeah. generation reads more than the previous generation we yeah. have delved back into different sort of like mysterious magical things from the past yeah so it's yeah. it's very much uh what's the word i'm looking for it's like uh cyclical yeah so yeah. it's it's interesting to see how it'll go, but yeah, I mean it was. I I recommend reading the book. You just have to look past the language. I would love for it to get a for someone to take it. So with I think we've had this conversation before, and based like from a meme or something, where I would love for people to cover other people's books. Haven't I had this conversation with you? I've had this conversation no. with other people. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I have those moments where it's like, I think I've talked about this with you and it's somebody else. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, so I would love to see a cover of this where somebody like just like updates the language where it's not as negative okay, as yeah, I see what you're saying. There's a time and a place where certain books need to have it, and then there's time and a place where certain books just don't need to have that anymore. Sometimes there's those words need to be there for you to understand the context. 
of what's going on. Yeah. Like the background and stuff. It's, it's needs to be there. Cause I, I think people right. wanted to do it with like, um, Huckleberry Finn. They wanted to take that language out. And yeah. Which I mean, it's, I get what they want to take out and I, yeah. I have mixed feelings about it. I think, yeah. yes, it needs to be addressed, but at the same time, it is very much a item of its place and time. And I think that yeah. we would be taking away the history. I think there needs to be a conversation saying, hey, we don't use this language. Yeah, we don't use it's it. It's not language that should be used. Yeah. It's not language that should have ever been used. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah. So that's really, and that's really my Only big thing for reading. Well, I mean, I I had a couple others, and they're not really worth mentioning. I don't feel like okay. I did. However, this is the thing I want to talk about. Okay. So most people who know me know I love anthology series when it comes to uh, shows because I am a sucker for short stories. Yeah. And uh, while I am not really a fan of horror in general, I do love American Horror Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I recently watched the entirety of American Horror Story NYC. And, you know, I've ranked, you know, them all multiple times. It's easily one of the top seasons, in my opinion. Is that in my uh, one? Yeah, so it deals with the AIDS epidemic. Oh. And so it is. Okay. A lot of and a lot of the cast is you know queer men and queer women, yeah. uh, but so it deals with like an actual horrific thing that happened that a lot of people were facing, and the way they do it and show the terror and what I what the terror did to people was just absolutely wonderful and then just the sheer emotion at the end it's not like a like the last episode really is just a homage and honor of everyone who passed from the sickness and who yeah. still struggles with it uh but it is absolutely amazing honestly hands down one of my top seasons okay and, you know, Zachary Quintos is in it, too, and uh, <laughs> have to look at. Uh, but that's that's that's, that's the point. <laughs> that's know, not why we're like, here. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so I, I highly recommend, you know, if you are a fan or are not a fan of horror, uh, if you have any interest in uh, that AIDS epidemic tragedy that completely destroyed I, you know if you're in any way shape or form an ally or queer or you know anything like that and you're interested to see how stuff like that affected people i it was moving i actually i will i will openly admit this i cried in the final episode oh and this is a fucking horror series. I know. That's that's scary stuff. That's the previous like, of those shows scare the shit out of me. 
Well, just just the pure emotion that like you could feel it. The actors were yeah. absolutely amazing, like beyond belief amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I I highly recommend that even if you don't watch any of the other seasons of American Horror Story, because each season is a different story, and you know yeah. one there's one season that ties a bunch of the other seasons together. But this, it, none of that's really relevant to watch this. Just if you watch that, if you watch American Horror Story, New York City, uh, honestly, it's yeah, absolutely beautifully done, and just the imagery and the representation they do, and without giving any spoilers away, uh, because I don't <laughs> want to spoil anything. When you yeah. understand a certain image they're using. Yeah. Uh, in correlation with the AIDS virus, uh, it it makes it that much deeper. I honestly want to rewatch it just knowing what I know. Yeah. Just so I can appreciate it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to rewatch stuff because then you catch other things. Well, and you, typically I'm not one that rewatches stuff, anyways. But yeah, no, it's. It's something that I would definitely that season. Some I'd definitely sit down and rewatch. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, I think that is about all I have. I've been working and not much else. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my reviews for stuff. Okay. Okay. So if you guys want to learn about chakras yeah just listening to our last <laughs> two episodes uh the first of which kelsey kind of goes over what chakras are and yep. starts at the seventh chakra because <laughs> <laughs> i reason, like to fuck I, shit up well <laughs> and well and i found out something really interesting that that's like a recent thing that i'll talk about a little bit or talked about a little bit rather yeah we <laughs> record these yeah. out of order uh last episode yeah. Uh, and then Kelsey, because uh, I'll be dropping down doing the first three chakras, and then Kelsey's going to be coming back and doing the last three, middle three, the yeah, the last fourth, three. fifth, and sixth. <laughs> like, five, the one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Seven, five. Yeah. Anyways, so we're Whatever. all over the place, but yeah, so That's definitely normal. check it out. Yeah. So and yeah. don't forget to like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend. Rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Yeah, so oh, I actually found out something. Day. Yeah, it has been. I yeah. found out something recently. Uh, apparently, iTunes actually, if you rate us on iTunes, mm-hmm. you know, first off, we only accept like four or five star ratings. Don't give yeah. us anything else. Any low shit. Uh, you can keep that to yourself. Secondly, <laughs> uh, apparently iTunes actually uses those ratings to bring up and recommend the podcast to other people. So even yeah. if you, you know, you know, if you, the, the best thing you can do for us probably is to, you know, obviously refer us, but yes, definitely rate us because the more we write, rating we get the more of a chance more people will listen and 
the more and more people listen, the more we can do this and the better our show can get. Yeah. Yep. For sure. We just want to produce the best. Now that I have the time to make that happen. Yep. Yeah. So, so until yeah. then, uh, I'm Johnny. And I'm Chelsea. <laughs> Bye. Bye.